morning, everyone. I hope you're always staying safe and doing amazing. I hope you enjoy today's podcast on the quarter life crisis. Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year, happy 2022. I am so happy that you are listening to me. Welcome to my podcast. I really have high hopes for the podcast, this podcast this year. So I'm very grateful that you are here. And I really hope that you can contribute to this platform and to this dream of mine by, I don't know, sharing it, commenting with among friends, just living questions for me, whatever you gotta do. Anyways, new year, new me, huh? But not really. So I want to talk with y'all today about the word for 2022. Now, of course, each one of you will have a different word for a new year, or maybe the same word that you had in previous years. Uh, And what do I mean by having a word? Often we get very lost in our goals, in our desires, in our purpose. And some people are not like that. Some people, they just don't don't even believe in like new year. You know, it's just like a new year for them. And they don't have all that intention, the new mindset or anything like that, which is completely fine. But if you are a little bit like me, who truly believes in just new seasons, new opportunities, new mindsets, new everything, then I recommend and I strongly encourage you to have a word for this year. And what do you mean by a word? Everything and every day that you wake up and everything that you do is gonna remind you of that word. So let's cut to the point because I know I can spin around for a long time. My word for 2022 is commitment. And I had to think a lot about it because before it was happiness. I was like, you know what? I'm going to wake up every day and be happy. I spent too much time last year crying and sad and depressed and losing my shit and feeling anxious and irritated and mad. And like, I didn't recognize the care of 2021. I would just kind of raise that from my life. No, just kidding. Because, you know, everything is a lesson in growth. But I was like, I want to just be happy. But after really thinking about it, I was like, honestly, I'm one of the most positive, energetic, happy persons that I know. Like, I genuinely, genuinely love living life. I love waking up, feeling grateful, blessed. Like, there's so much happiness in my heart. I know that I can be happy. So what was my actual problem? And I had to think a little bit about it until yesterday when I heard some stuff that I didn't actually like it. Someone reminding me to go back and listen to my podcast and like just be the person that I say that I am. Because sometimes, you know, we can forget that. And I was like, that is exactly it. My problem is my lack of commitment. 
Now, some of you may say, Carol, what are you talking about? Like, you seem to accomplish everything you put in your mind. Like, you work out, you do this, you're motivated. And the answer is yes. I know I'm very motivated. I like to encourage new things. And I like jumping into new things. And I think I'm a very spontaneous person. That's a great personality trait that I have. However, I know myself. The amount of times that I came to the gym and after one exercise, I'm like, you know what? I'm done leaving home. Or I was like, today's the last day that I'm gonna eat a sweetener or sugar, a dessert. And then I just been like, you know what? Life is short, never mind. I eat it. Or I'm not gonna text that person. And then I just completely change my mind. I know that for a lot of people, this seems like nothing. But the truth is, it impacts a lot of things in my life. I change my decisions very quickly. I get stuck and confused a lot of the time because I don't have the commitment to stick to my decisions, to stick to my emotions, to stick with my plans, and to stick with my goals. A good example of that was uh, not last year. Wow, the year has just, oh my gosh. The year before, 2020, uh, my ex-boyfriend had this task that he was studying for, and I had a task for my GRE for grad school that I was studying for, But the thing, the difference was so incredibly between us because he would take some time and to actually sit down and study and get prepared. I, on the other hand, would make this spreadsheet. I would make notes. I would get all set up. I would put in my calendar. I would get so organized. I would like separate my time. I was so goal oriented. I was like, okay, I'm going to read this 20 pages and I'm going to do five exercises and I'm going to have this result. It was like this beautiful, beautiful thing in theory. The thing is, my lack of commitment was so strong that by the time I was like 10 minutes of studying, I'm like, you know what? Never mind. I'm done. I'm not doing it. I don't need this. Like, maybe I don't even need to take the test. Like, whatever. I'm not doing it. What was the result? I didn't do well in the exam. And as much as I wanted to believe that I study a lot, the truth is I didn't. I prepared a lot. I didn't actually study. My ex-boyfriend, on the other hand, he was the opposite. He's he had such a commitment that by the time he would like sit down and study, he would actually study and the information would stuck in his brain. And of course, the result was he did extremely well in that exam. Um, of course, we all have differences and differences approaching. I never did well with multiple choice exam. But I have to be honest with myself, my lack of commitment sometimes really... Um, It's not there when I have to come to big things like exams, studying, making decisions, sticking to decisions, sticking, like committing to not eating certain things or, you know, actually going to the gym and doing the 30 minute run that I said I was going to do. Not the 10. So many times I was like, I'm going to run for 35 minutes. And then after five, I'm like, you know what? No, I'm changing it. I'm running for five and then working out. Maybe you are like me. And you do that a lot. As much as I want to say that's just my personality, I know it's not. I know a lot of it has to do with my anxiety. Um, It's just the way my brain works. And to be very honest with you and transparent, I'm actually decreasing my medication. I do not recommend that you do that unless you have, you know, the help of a psychiatrist, which I do. Uh, I mean, yeah, I do. And he's been helping me and I've been 
off one of the medications I was taking too. Now I'm just decreasing the other one, taking very small dosages. And I've always struggled with anxiety and that can really affect the way you make decisions and that your emotional is there, is like, is all around. Uh, I went to see the psychiatrist and he was like, do you feel fear all the time? Because anxiety is nothing but fear. Fear of failure, fear of death, fear of you know, not succeeding, fear for no reason and everything. And I was like, yeah, that's me. You know, the, the, the reason why I wouldn't stick to studying was because deep down, I didn't think I was capable of passing it. You know, the reason why I couldn't stick to not eating dessert was because deep down, I knew that maybe my body was not going to change at all. And I would just be disappointed So what I want to tell you with this silly, silly story, and maybe for you, that's it. That's a silly goal. I want this year to be all about commitment. If I'm saying I'm going out, I am going out. I'm not going to get ready, put my makeup on, and then cancel and go to bed. I can't do that anymore. Because this, as, as a small example as it is, it translates into so many other aspects of my life. If I say I'm not going to call that person, I can't call that person. Because what makes people believe when you go back, back and forth in your decisions is first, you don't have commitment. Second, you don't have respect for yourself. And third, you don't know what you want. And the fact that I'm very aware of that, honestly, it's a great step. I know a lot of people who are just like me and they have no clue. Now, I'm not here to judge because every person, they have their own awakening moment. But I know that I am like that. So I don't want to be like that. I want to be spontaneous, yes. But I can't cancel every flight every time I go on a trip and either postpone it or cancel just because I changed my mind. That is just pure irresponsibility. And I want to be a responsible person. My problem is not happiness. It's sticking to my plans so I can be the person that I am and I can be actual happy. Which is very funny because for those who know me, they know that I'm all about organization. I'm, I wake up, I have my routine, I have my things to do. But if you truly know me, you know that the amount of times that I just canceled everything I was going to do and chose to be in my couch and chose to be unhappy was like, I, I can't count it anymore. And I don't think anymore that's sad. I think it's great that I realized that before my 22nd birthday, which is in two days, and I have a whole year full of opportunities and full of like time to grow and to learn. Last year was all about learning about myself, learning the things that trigger my anxiety, learning the things that I didn't like, learning my boundaries, learning until when my heart would drop dead and I would feel devastated, learning how to be a better person, learning how to work on my traumas, which are not little. But this year is about implementing all those things into my life. And that will turn into action by staying committed. So that's my word. And of course, it's very personal. But I really strongly encourage you, really strongly encourage you. Sometimes I'm amazed by how my English works. Honestly, sometimes I listen to my recording and I'm like, I know how to say that. Why I just didn't say it right? 
So I'm glad you were listening to this. Anyway, I anyways, I got lost. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yes, lack of commitment. So for you, maybe something different. For you, really, it's just being happy or being more organized, being focused. Whatever it is that you have set for this year, have something. Because there's like actual research and there are so many books out there who really say you got to know your intentions. Some people may find me annoying when I'm like, what are your goals for this year? What are your goals for this week? What are your intentions? What are your affirmations? But I believe in that shit very, very highly. Because if you don't know what you're looking for, how will you know once you found it? For example, I have a couple friends who are like, I want a girlfriend. I want a wife. I'm tired of dating. I just want someone. And I'm like, okay, how does that girl look like for you? And they were like, oh, I don't know, like, whatever, we have a connection. Like, dude, you can have a connection with a million people. And probably just one of them is going to be, like, someone who in a relationship would work with you. You got to know what you want. What are some of the red flags and some of absolutely no's when you're dating? For me, if the person is a sexist, like, makes sexist comments and is completely unaware of like me and only talks about themselves that's a completely no when they don't know how to or like talk about other things other than themselves that's an absolutely no if they have no goals and they just want to retire by the age of 40 that's a no there are some things that i are i'm so sad on what i don't want and honestly i haven't even dated that many people because that's not really in brazilian culture i like i whatever uh, but I haven't like actually dated but I'm very aware of what I want and I like in a relationship so whenever I go out with someone I'm like yeah that's not it and although I'm very young I think I'm I'm very wise for my age to be very honest and that's because I'm intentional about the things that I want and I claim them I want to work towards something I don't believe that you can just live up to the universe because otherwise you're not making decisions in your own life. Things are happening for you. Friends are making decisions. Parents are making your decisions. Your boss is deciding what's best for you. Your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mother, whoever it is, you need to be the author of your life. You need to be the one to get up and say, hey, I'm not tolerating this anymore. I don't want this type of person in my life. I want this type of job. You need to be intentional. Now, after you be intentional, like I said, being committed is very hard because you can have the best intentions like I had and you can say you're going to do X and Y and have a plan and a spreadsheet and a calendar and journaling and do all the extra, but not do the basic, which is what is the basic, Carol? It's actually doing it. It's saying you're going to work out and lose 15 pounds in three months by doing X and Y, but actually getting up and going to the gym. That's the basic. Eating well, having our protein, eating our vegetables, drinking water. If you're not doing the basic, it doesn't matter what are the extras. Wow, I really like that quote, that sentence. If you're not doing the basic, it doesn't matter what are the extras. Maybe you're going to see some difference, yeah, but what could be your potential if you would actually stick with your decision and stay committed to your goals? 
Now, I know it's the first week of January. I know everyone is motivated. But by the second week of September, everyone is exhausted and probably thinking about vacation and what are they going to do for next year. And look, another year passed by. We don't need to wait until the beginning of a year to make new decisions. You can make new decisions any day you wake up because you're alive and you can decide your new you. I decided today that was my new me. Okay, today is January 1st for me. Why? Because the weekend I did nothing but stay sad. Uh, I was crying. My anxiety was extremely, and like I said, it's probably because of my medication, which I'm very open about it, because that's what this podcast is about. But I was just not feeling like myself. And today I am. And I went to the gym and I did the running that I said I was going to do. And I did the workout that I said I was going to do. I catched up with a friend. I came back home. I recorded this podcast. And I wanted to record this podcast after working out because I wanted to make sure I was going to implement what I was preaching. I don't want to only preach things that I don't do. I want to stay committed to my own words. That's the most important thing for me. Maybe one person is listening to this. Honestly, I don't care. I'm staying committed to this podcast. I'm staying committed to my goals, to my identity, to the happy, humble, kind Carol that I am. I'm staying committed to just my heart. I don't want a new me. I don't want to do things extremely different. I honestly love the person that I am. I think I have so many people in my life that love who I am, that are kind to me, that like my company, that they laugh with me. And that's because I know I'm a great person, but I need to stay more committed to myself and to my intentions. So that's my word for this year. And I really hope that you find yours. Make a list Even if you don't believe in this, make a list. What are some of the things that you hope for this year? Do you want a better job? Do you want to get better paid? Do you want to go out more? Do you want to invest in your health? Do you want a relationship? Do you want to be more successful, richer, have a new home? What are the, some of the things that you want? Now, how can you accomplish them? Working out more? Going out more? Going out less, saving more money, investing your money. How can you achieve those goals? And after you've done the list of how you can achieve your goals, what are some of the words that you describe to achieve that? Commitment, organization, responsibility, freedom, being spontaneous. I don't know the word of spontaneous. Uh, happiness, loving, compassionate. What are some of the words? Being more humble sometimes. Having more patience. Maybe being more motivated. Maybe seeking you know, help from a professional, a coach, a therapist. Reaching out to friends. What are some of the words? And then what is the one word that if you could choose that could make all the difference in your life? Nothing's going to change no year, no moments, nothing in your life is not going to change if you don't change what you think and how you think. If you don't change who you are, no matter what day it is, you can choose to 
start being a new person on Wednesday of, I don't know, March. Doesn't matter. But choose. Think. Take some time. Be alone. Being in the quietness. We need to be more quiet. Sometimes there's so much noise in our lives and so many opinions and so much to do that it's so hard to understand what we want. And sometimes we don't think we want anything differently And we are living the same lives over and over, expecting different results. What if you die one day and you go to God or whoever you believe and they say, hey, here's a list of everything that you should have accomplished. And I had all set up for you. But you didn't do, you didn't live to your full potential because you were so lost among all the noise, among all the going out, the drinking, the partying, the bad influences, the the friends who just don't match your energy. You are so afraid of taking that risk. You are so afraid of calling that person. You are so afraid of like so many things because I think in the end of the day, we are all just scared. Scared of change, scared of leaving, scared of making mistakes so I know I'm going to dip right now but I truly love communicating and sharing my thoughts if you have one word that you want this year to be about what would that be like always I'm here for you if you want to chat about anything I'm gladly here to support you so have a great day I love you all. Stay safe. And I'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye.